Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. March Radio 929 the game 929.com. It's Sam and Greg. On this Sunday morning, September 11th, we say to you, Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in the Druid Hills area. Right there up 85. Okay. That exit has just changed so much. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> it is Between so children's crazy. on one side of the road and Emory on the other side of the road, yep. it's, it's just amazing what's happening right there. Wedge over there is Guitar Center. Used to be Fuzzies Forever. That was the spot that everybody went to. I used to live right over there as a mile stomping ground, man. So, anyway, um, we hope you are uh, having a wonderful Wonderful weekend so far. Sam and I are uh, here on Sunday, but just a short version of us. We're going to get out of here in an hour and turn things over to a full day. Sports action, getting you ready for kickoff. Obviously, Falcons and the Saints. You will hear that game right here, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, but just a, a shorter version. Now, it will be back to where we normally are, the hours that you normally hear us on Sunday morning, starting next week. But this is just a bit of an anomaly. But still, 7 o'clock. When Sam and I are together, we turn things over to Mr. Crenshaw and let you know what's going on locally. But we have some other things that we are going to talk about coming up. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And tell you, let me run down the the college scores from yesterday. We already know that Georgia won. We know the Tech won. We mentioned that Kennesaw State took it on the chin. They went to Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati got them 63-10. We mentioned Georgia State uh, coming up short against North Carolina, 35-28. Panthers are home next Saturday uh, against Charlotte. Um, Georgia Southern, we mentioned them getting that big win out at Nebraska, 45-42 the final. Albany State played at Florida A&M. Florida A&M gets them 23-13. The alma mater got the hand over the heart. Uh, alma mater over Morehouse, <laughs> and I, I, I was surprised by this score. Uh, West Georgia, 42-0 uh, over Morehouse. That game played over at Morehouse yesterday. Shorter, 34. Catawba, 21. Erskine, th- 23. Clark Atlanta, 17. Virginia Union over Valdosta State, 45-40. Came down here and got a W. How about that? Them Panthers going to go back up to Virginia with that win. That, that, that was big for Virginia Union getting that win right. there. Savannah State 31, Edward Waters 28 in a shootout there. Fort Valley 9, uh, Kentucky State 7. Um, Barry with the win over LaGrange 56-10. to 10. Uh, The Reinhardt-Cumberland game postponed. Those are college games in the area. And people keep an eye on Jackson State 16-3. to 3, They beat Tennessee State. Eric, what's your thoughts on that Jackson State? Especially when we saw them last week. Just totally dismantled Florida A and M. Well, you remember in uh, Coach Prime's post game, he said special teams, special teams, special teams. Yeah. Well, his kicker was what three for three on field goals. Young so. man from Buford. <laughs> yeah, special teams do it again. Yep. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a young Hispanic player, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. But he, but, oh, but, he, but he's he's from he's from yeah. he's from our folks. He's yeah. from, from from here in our area. Uh, doing big things at Jackson State against Tennessee State. But this score tells me also Tennessee State is going to have a good season. 
Uh, they went up to Eastern Washington last week and played well up there. They got a great running back in Devon Starling. Uh, but Jackson State was able to win and beat them by a score would, of 16 would, Wouldn't you love to heard heard that post-game conversation between him and Eddie George? Yeah. Eddie, yeah. like, look, I got a Heisman. You got a Super Bowl ring. You know, but but, you but, got the, me the, but the other conversation one here is is the money right yet? <laughs> because everyone's saying that's supposed to be the end of this series. They're not yeah. supposed to play right. again. Well, no, they're not supposed to play it in Memphis anymore. Well, that, that's the thing. But that, that's what he want to have. They got the money right because yeah. Memphis don't want to lose this kind of money. You know, so somebody's passing the hat up there at Memphis to get this money right for them, so that they will have that going forward. That's a you know, look at uh, some college football scores. Uh, from teams around the area. High school, Friday nights. Uh, I want to ask Eric again, any any games jump off the page that really surprised you? We got some teams that are undefeated, haven't been undefeated at this stage of the season in a while. Osborne. Yeah, I knew uh, you was going to say that 55 one. 55-nothing. Yeah. But yeah, who else is undefeated right now? Thero. Really? The Thero Panthers are undefeated okay. right now. This time I'm talking about Atlanta Public School. And so you got, you got some teams – that we don't usually see at this stage of the season still being undefeated and still don't have a blemish on Speaking of Panthers, I want to give a shout-out to the Carver Panthers. Yeah. Because you you mentioned, I know you came by to the water drive after I left, but a couple of their offensive linemen came by and delivered some water. Big six foot kid gets six foot five kid gets out the gets out the car. <laughs> you know he didn't have a great smile on his face. You could tell somebody made him come. So the first thing I said to him, I said, "I know you're a big butt on somebody's offensive defensive line." He said, "Yes, sir." I said, "Where you go?" He said, "Carver." I said, "They undefeated." He said, "Yes, sir." He started smiling real fast then <laughs> as he was putting that water out there for that donation. But yeah. uh, when I looked them up, I was like, "Man, yeah, they they got a squad again." And uh, of course, the game I had, Cedar Grove, Cedar Grove came up to Sewanee, Collins Hill, and. The battle, of, the, 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 the battle of defending state champions in yes. their classification. And, Wouldn't and, have known about looking at the score. Yeah, You know what? And that's the thing. And that's nobody wants to play Cedar Grove right now. That's I mean, what I was going to have you guys take a second and talk about Friday night and, and the show and, and what y'all saw. They, they still, they're still looking for a game. I think they still got open date. They still only have nine games on their schedule, Cedar Grove does. Uh, but when you go up there and you, you go up to Collins Hill and you – you beat them like that. Hey, yeah, nobody want to play. Now, they got Mill Creek coming up next. And after that, they got Cockwood County. They got to go down to South Georgia and play it. Matter of fact, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, Eric, all their games are road games. The, 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 the one game they're supposed one, to play. One home contest. One one home game. I think it's either the last or next to last game of the season. Okay. But I know they lost one home game. It was right. going to be with the, 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 the school from Florida that couldn't, yeah. that couldn't so come. They have ten games on the schedule. Nine of them. True road contest, nine of them. Wow, amazing! Well, that, that's 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 the uh, that's the schedule for Cedar Grove. Yeah, well, listen, the only one, only team we care about, we watched them practice. What what happened with Osborne? Osborne, they won fifty five nothing. That's right, because we went and saw. Them, we put our presence on the practice field. <laughs> that's right, we brought the luck. Tell them to them coaches. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll tell that to the coaches, Coach Salam and the, and, the, and the coaching staff over there at Osborne. But that's your little snapshot. Uh, from uh, what we saw from this past Friday night. Next Friday night, of course, from 7 to midnight, we'll be here with uh, the High School Scoreboard Show. Hope you'll tune in and check us out. And we're lining up the games already. I've been in touch with Day Day Lewis this morning. We, we're lining up the games that we're going to send our reporters out to. They're having fun. They're there finding some. Eric always gets there and find food. He, he, he discovered he discovered he discovered one of my frat brothers up there. <laughs> you know, he just runs into all kind of folks. But but we're having fun, and you know, we're back in the games full strength. Everybody can go to the games and Joseph and the and the concession stands and the kitchens are back. 
Because remember, for two seasons, everything had to be prepackaged. All the food had to be prepackaged. Now you got the grill going. You got all you know, kind of, you know, that down the Westlake, we got the fish sandwich. You got those things that you had different places that people are used to receiving when they come to those games, and it's back. And so I uh, hope people will join us uh, next Friday night from 7 until midnight. Now, you know what, Greg, while, it, while football was happening, and, and, you know, Chris Parker and I here in the studio, and we got a couple of monitors here. One monitor stayed on the U.S. Open uh, right. and the match between uh, Carlos Alcaraz and uh, Francis Tiafo, which was historic. Uh, Francis Tiafo going farther than an American male has gone uh, in many years and uh, farther as, as, a, as a black American uh, player has gone since Arthur Ashe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is quite historic for him to reach that. It was great to see him in, and just a breath of fresh air in this tennis landscape. I mean, to get there, he had to get through Rafael Nadal. He loses to Alcaraz, who today, if he wins, becomes the new number one player at 19. You know, we ain't seen teenage guys be number one, I think, since Mats Vilander. So, I mean, Mats Vilander. Ten- what? That's a name I didn't think I'd hear when I woke up this morning. Uh, uh, tennis has become a grown man's game. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? And you don't, if you don't, if you can't hit a 100 first mile an hour serve, there's, you got no business out there. And right. so it, it, it's, it's a different athlete that plays than, than back in the day. And so for someone who's 19 years old to achieve this, is really remarkable. So I, I think in watching that match, which um, one of the longer matches in U.S. Open history, four hours, 19 minutes, that's a long time. I mean, this boy's out there five sets and getting it done. And, and, and you're right. that was it, He was a breath of fresh air to those who don't watch tennis. Now, you've known about him, people who watch tennis, Karen Pastano, when they come on here, they've known of him and watched his ascent. But, you know, for him to stand up there and do it like he did at the U.S. Open. It's the coming out party for just about anybody who wants to get done. You can't do that. You can't become that person with the Australian and the French, maybe Wimbledon. But when you get it done in New York City with that crowd, there's no other stadium that when you when you perform the way you do sounds like you're in Yankee Stadium. I mean, you got 20,000 folks in there. Yeah, People don't realize that place holds more than, than State Farm. Yeah, you know, it, it, it is it is it's a massive structure, um, and um, you know, hey, the fact that that Tiafo did what he did, he's 24 years old. He, he you know, he's yeah. been on the tour for a while. Uh, some people figure he's going to be a journeyman player. He's had some good matches and starting to, to, to you know to do some breakthrough type things. We hope he continues with that. You know what I mean? As as this trend up for uh, the U.S. men on, on the on the tour, so it, it's great to see him step forward. Uh, get an opportunity to have gotten to the final, but still play that and get those nighttime matches because yeah. there's nothing like that electricity and that energy that you generate in that stadium for the nighttime matches. And when you win matches like that, yeah, that becomes your place. Next year, you expect to see him playing nighttime under the lights with the crowd behind him. Um, it, it was a lot of excitement. It's been an exciting two weeks. Obviously, it the really first has. Week, obviously, the first week, uh, Serena Williams and the, the tributes and the, and the love for her uh, deservedly so, and, and something two people tuned in every night she played to see. But I know a number of people, Greg, who have stuck with the tournament. They've continued to watch uh, because of the vibe and the energy and the high level of play and the excitement uh, that's been out there this second week. So, uh, yeah, well, the folks in Norway and the folks in Spain can puff their chest out because they got two guys in the finals. Yeah, uh, and 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 Carlos Alvarez, he's got the shot of the tournament or the point of the tournament, as far as I'm concerned. That behind the back. Hit, did you see the replay with his last match where he hit it behind the back and and it went in and then 
then got to return and won the point. You just have to see it. It's hard to explain, but that to me was 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 the point, if you will, of the uh, of match. Again, a condensed version of Sam and Greg this morning. We're trying to jam a lot of stuff in here. Yeah, I want to Sports. shout out, want to shout out to a homegirl too. We got yeah. a homegirl Taylor Townsend who's playing for the women's doubles uh, coming up today. So we we'll watch for she's playing with uh, Catherine McNally. They're playing in the some that's at one o'clock today, and then the men's finals at four. We are going to switch gears and talk uh, baseball up next. The Braves. Ah, they got to the top. It fell back just a half a game, but they'll be all right moving forward. We're going to talk to Corey McCartney about that as we sit here on this Sunday morning. Happy 44th birthday Hall of Fame football player Ed Reed. I'm going to get some of this stuff out of the way. i got to get out of the way here. But <laughs> get that Ed Reed out of the way here. And a guy, by the way, who we would see, and I mean you, me, Eric, walking the hallways here in our offices. I'll tell you who that is. Celebrating a birthday today up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. You know it's hard out here for a pill. Yeah, no. When he trying to get his money for the real. Yeah, no. For the Cadillac and gas money spent. Yeah, no. Will cause a whole lot of jump and shit. Yeah, no. You know it's hard out here game, for a pill. Game, 92.9 The Game.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, the 11th of September. And we say happy 52nd birthday to Raji P. Henson. All right, now. HBCU royalty right there. (laughs) (laughs) Taraji is 52 today. Happy, happy, happy birthday. A lot of people who didn't follow her career got introduced to her at this movie, but she was getting it done long before. You want to see Taraji in a movie that you will... I just love... Oh, now it just left my head. I mean, it's one of those ensemble casts that has stroke, stroke or ace, stroke or aces, stroke or aces is the movie. And everybody's going after Jeremy Piven in this movie. But I mean, everybody from Ray Liotta to Taraji P. Henson, her and her partner in this movie is Alicia Keys. Okay. Right, they're assassins. Yes, they are assassins. That's all I'm gonna tell you. You gotta see. So you've seen this one, right? You know what I'm talking I've seen about. Part one and part two, but you you said the name wrong. You're I think close. I did. Yeah. What is it? Is it's, it? It's, it's aces or something? Is is no stroking? Let me look it up. Real Maybe quick. that's a Burt Reynolds movie I'm thinking of. But you yeah, look it up. Is, look it is it. a Burt Reynolds movie. <laughs> I was of. getting confused. That's a little different. Um, but this movie, and I, and the first time I saw it, I had literally um come back from the first time I had done went out for Lake Tahoe and they shot this in Tahoe smoking aces smoking aces yeah. that's it thank you yeah y'all need to see that movie that's just one of those that every twist and turn you don't know what's gonna happen but there's a million really famous people at Ben Affleck's in this movie they all played just unique roles you 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 missing I mean take you missing two of the bigger names um, oh there's a lot of big names in this uh the, the Italian guy always plays the mob gangster come on come on guys well, the fact that you don't know it, <laughs> he's just, yeah, he always really. plays a mobster. You can't yeah. put it on us. You don't know what it is either. <laughs> from 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 um from Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Twelve, Terry Benedict. Oh, you talking about Andy Garcia? Andy Garcia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. He is. Yeah, he's in it. I don't know that he's the biggest star in it, but he's he's up there. Yeah. And there's uh, some a couple other people. Let's not spend too much time on this because we got to get rolling here. We got a guy who's going to tell us what we should be feeling as these guys have finally ascended, meaning the Braves. Corey. All right, we'll work on him in just a little bit here. Corey McCartney's going to join us, hopefully, here in a little bit. But um, that's one of the things I want to talk to him about, Sam, is that 
I've been pumping my chest about the Mets and them not sustaining the lead. Well, Braves took over first place this past week. Then they lost last night to Seattle, so it's just a half game back. But the fact that the Mets came back to the pack the way they have. Matt Matt Scherzer's uh, 15-day DL. So when he comes back, is he going to be that Max Scherzer that we saw when he came back the first time with this and just made everybody look silly? So these are the things I want to ask Corey. But I do, before we get into that, I think it's only appropriate on this day. Corey, where were you when you got the news? Uh, I want to welcome him this morning. Um, about the Queen. And Ooh, is it? Um, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, that was it. Just where were you when you got the news? That's one of those things that everybody will remember, much like 9-11. We talked about that, but where were you this past week when you got the news, and, and did it hit you any kind of certain way, or were you were you ready for it? No, I mean, I, you know, I was at my computer just knocking out some other work. Uh, I went to uh, London uh, two years ago. My wife's friend lives there, so we you know, checked out Buckingham Palace and all that stuff. And um, yeah, it's just, yeah. I, I mean, I was talking to my wife about this last night. My whole life has always been God save the queen, right? Like, it's, right. You save You've always said so. I, what are they going to say now? I mean, it's well, they're going to replace it know, with King. Uh, I guess, but it's just you. It's become part of the vernacular, right? It's just it really the Queen of England. It's just right. you know, it's. Uh, I don't know. It's definitely weird. I mean, it, to think like all that woman, all the change that woman saw in her life. It's. Uh, but the funny thing is, know, as you sit here and reflect on that, you and your wife, your son, coming up, won't have that same effect because hey, they're changing things around. Right. This is what they do. He, true, he, yeah. won't, he, he won't know of what you know. And this is your opportunity to pass on stories. And especially one of the most powerful people on the planet being a woman for some 70 years. That's a message that kids his age will will learn. Now it's King Chuck. Yeah, yeah King, King Chuck. Wow, Corey McCartney. Uh, listen, as you, as you get into the Braves here, just let us know where we can hear you now, because I understand you moved from the Diamond as we're into uh, the NFL season. When can folks hear you and Grant McCauley uh, recapping the Braves and getting a set for the playoffs? Yeah, so we'll be on Saturdays from here on out. It kind of bounces around a little bit uh, off the Atlanta United stuff. We were on at noon yesterday. I believe the show's on at noon next Saturday as well. So. Um, Saturdays from here on out, but uh, you'll have to keep it locked on my Twitter, uh, the 92.9 Twitter, Grant's Twitter, the From the Diamond Twitter, basically Twitter in, in itself, uh, and you'll uh, find out where we're going to be on for sure. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, Corey, here we are, uh, half game back uh, a couple of weeks ago here. Thoughts about what this team is right now, and, and uh, you know, they're on the road. you got got to go to San Francisco, but this has been a great week for this baseball team. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you, they, they move atop the division. Uh, I dug this out, and this stunned me. This is the latest in franchise history in which they've moved to the top of the division for the first time in a season. The last time that they went anywhere near this long was 1916, and it was September 4th, and they move a half game up this last week. So, I mean, it's uh, it took a while. It's almost like last year they said, okay, August 4th, we're going to get to 500 and then go out. They decided to ratchet up the intensity, difficulty level this year. Uh, and, and it certainly wasn't the Mets collapse. I mean, they, you know, the Mets played 600 baseball since June 1st. The Braves have just played uh, out of their minds. And, you know, this week is a tough week, certainly, you know, going out to Seattle. This is a team that's, uh, you know, well on its way to making the postseason as well. You've got a trip to San Francisco coming up next. I know they're not in postseason position, but they are an above 500 team at home. 
Um, you know, that West Coast trip's always tough. Then you add in a, a postseason team, a one uh, that's really tough to beat at their place. And all the while, the Mets are playing a, a much more favorable schedule. So uh, the, the fact that they got up in the division this week, I, I think, spoke a lot because this was a this was a difficult week when you think about all that went into uh, the schedule for the Braves. You mentioned that in the you know I'm looking at the Mets schedule, and you're right, it doesn't seem to. But the thing that is challenging them is that they're on the road; they're not playing at home. I mean, they'll get a couple of games uh, later on, but they are on the road for what they're doing. Well, no, let me see though; they're they're home now. Yeah, they are. They're home now, and then they get set. Uh, they got the Cubs, Pirates. Like I said, you know, Milwaukee, they, they got some teams that they should be able to win, but the way things are going with them right now, you you got you, you still kind of like the Braves' chances, at least I do. I'm really, you know, just thinking if you can, if they can keep it within, you know, uh, two games uh, by the time it gets that September 30th series at Truist Park, I think that's, that's got to be the goal, right? I mean, obviously you would love for the Mets to, just go on and extend the losing streak. You keep winning, and then the, the Braves are atop the division. But I think ideally you want to keep it as close as possible going into that three-game series September 30th and feel like you can have your say on what happens in the division during that, that stretch there. I think that's, that's been the goal, um, and they're certainly putting themselves in position for that to happen. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, in a condensed version. But we got Corey McCartney on here. I'm going to talk baseball, and i got a couple questions I want to ask you. Aside from the Braves, as we try to – understand what they need to do to stay ahead of the Mets. I want to take it in a different direction, but I do want to tell you this on this date to both you guys. You ain't thought about this in a while. 1991, the first combined National League no-hitter was thrown. The first combined National League no-hitter was thrown. Do you know who threw it? And for extra credit, can you tell me the players? Either one of you guys. You can't? All right, I'll just keep it moving. It was the Braves. <laughs> It was the Braves. Y'all remember this? Oh, yeah. I remember it. Okay. Kent Merker, Mark Wallers, and uh, yep. Alejandro Pena. Alejandro Pena, yep. It was on this day they beat San Diego, but that was the first combined no-hitter in the uh, in the National League. Uh, speaking of um, other teams, meaning San Diego, as we get ready for the playoffs, listen, we know the Braves are going to be there, all right? Regardless of what happens, they're going to be in the playoffs. Who, in your mind... Are we sleeping on and not talking about enough that we need to be worried about? Is it the Dodgers? Is it the Cardinals? Is it the Brewers? You know, who or, you know, the Mets take, you know, the wild card. Who is it, Corey, in your mind that um, not have, we're not having enough conversation about? I mean, I would say it's the Cardinals because to me the Dodgers, I, I mean, I know that the offense is insane, right? But when you get to the postseason, starting pitching is always that biggest commodity. And I think the, the Dodgers just have a lot of questions there. Clayton Kershaw. You know, is he going to be the Clayton Kershaw of old? I mean, he's been on the I.L. a couple times. Uh, they've got Tony Gonson on the I.L. now. Dustin May's back, but I, they, he's had some shakiness. So outside of Julio Urias, I think they have some starting pitching questions. Um, I think the Cardinals just have so much going for them. Since August 1st, uh, they've got Jack Flaherty back now. Uh, but then you have, uh, you know, Quintana and uh, Jordan Montgomery. Those guys combined, have combined uh, for like a, a sub-two ERA uh, in all their starts since August 1st. So I think uh, you add in, you know, Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, uh, I think the Cardinals might be the toughest out in the National League outside of the Braves. Spend time waitfor.com hotline with Corey McCartney. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Corey J. <laughs> at Corey J. McCartney. <laughs> what? He's like everybody else, man. They're waiting for it. I like it. He's like, there you go. Like he's 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 satisfied now. I've been waiting for that. 
Right. We ain't heard no game day Sunday either yet. We got that coming up in a minute. Yeah, uh, right. uh, Jake Odorizzi. I mean, if we finally got to the point where we're comfortable with him, he seems to have settled into a bit of a groove. Yeah, ever since that start against the Mets when they had the rain delay, and he said that he went in and watched some film on his mechanics and said he went in front of a mirror and was like working on, you know, kind of fine tuning his uh, delivery. He's been a lot better. And, you know, he came out that the rest of that game was, uh, you know, much more approved. And he's only allowed three earned runs over his last 11 and two thirds innings. Um, basically, with him, you're just looking to, to keep the offense in a game in which they can try to find a way to win. And they've gotten that out of him these last couple starts. So I think that's the big key for him uh, going into today. Uh, the Mariners are throwing Marco Gonzalez, a lefty. The Braves destroy left-handed pitching. They have the, the best OPS in the National League. So things set up for them to walk away with a series win today. Uh, as long as Odorizzi can kind of follow that, you know, that, that uh, kind of system that he's been on here. And he obviously this is an offense he's way too familiar with having played in the American League West. So um, a lot of familiarity on both sides with him. Uh, but certainly, you know, the Braves are in position here facing a lefty where they could do some damage. All right, so these guys get it done today. They handle their business with Seattle. What about these Giants? We didn't talk much about them going out to their park. Maybe we'll get a chance to see Steve Perry come out and sing in the seventh inning. But other than that, what are we looking at with this with this, with this this Giants team uh, this year, and are they going to give Braves any kind of headache? Well, they're, they avoided Luis Castillo with this Mariners series. They are not going to avoid Carlos Rodon, who leads all pitchers in fan draft war this year. He's striking out. Uh, 11.7 guys per nine innings. So they're going to have to see him. They're going to have to see Alex Cobb. So uh, some tough pitching matchups in this one. And obviously uh, you're going to see Jock Peterson once again. And he's having a really nice season. Uh, 22 homers, hitting 40% above league average. Uh, again, this is a team that's above 500 at home. So they're, they're a tough out there. And, you know, they, they're not a team that jumps off the page with what they do offensively. But they just get a lot of production up and down that lineup. So um, this is going to be a tough one. And, again, Rodon is, is as good as it gets this year starting pitching-wise. So that's going to be a tough matchup. Well, Corey, listen, again, we're going to check out from the diamond. It has moved to Saturdays now that football season is back. Corey McCartney and uh, Grant McCauley, and we're going to continue to tap into your knowledge, man, as we uh, wind down the regular season and heading into the playoffs. And I leave you with this piece of news. Today also was the day that Pete Rose became the all-time hits leader. Past, past uh, Ty Cobb, he got uh, 41-92. So there's a little bit of news. But also, my question is, as you leave, did you buy the Atari video game? That came out on this day. Atari 2600, the Atari video computer system. Back in 1977, this was the first day it came out. As a kid, did you have that? Well, I did. I wasn't born to that point. No, I know, but I'm saying, did you have the game, though? (laughs) I did. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. In college, when I set up, we had three TVs. We had an Atari on one, a PlayStation on one, and a Nintendo on one. Uh, and that uh, Atari took me all the way from when I was a little kid to college. So. See, that's what I'm saying. Little things like that. Corey, man, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for getting up and being Thanks, on the Corey. show. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, man. All right, guys. Appreciate it. All right. It's a sprint. Y'all tight your shoes up. Hold on tight. Sam and I got one segment left. We're going to have a conversation with Bo and Brian, the two guys, same fantasy, coming up before we get out of here. They're the show following us, but we got some items we got to get to. And, of course, talking about it's a game day. Hopefully, Mr. Crenshaw will, will bless us with that. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Yeah, folks, that's for our friends from New Orleans. Buckley Zydeco. They're here on a game day Sunday. 
the first one of this year. Coming up, folks. Coming up. Coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. We got a busy schedule for you here today. Uh, game day Sunday here on Sports Radio 92.9. Two dudes, same fantasy coming up in just a few minutes. We're going to check in with Bo Johnson and Brian Gephardt in just a moment. That's coming up. Uh, to be followed by the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. Uh, that gets you all set. As people head out, you're tailgating the people out there uh, around Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You get a chance to enjoy the show. Stop by and say hello on your way inside for the game. That's going to be followed by the Falcons pregame show and the Falcons and Saints. 1 o'clock, home, uh, the home opener, the season opener for the 2022 season. It's like Christmas morning. You're going to open up this package and see what's inside. Some people think it's not going to be so good. I say open it up anyway and let's see what's going on with this team. Uh, they worked hard. Uh, they had a successful preseason. Let's see if they can go out and take care of business against the Saints today. And then, of course, after the game, the Falcons fly over, comes your way, and then we got Sunday night football coming up. We just got a day of the NFL uh, here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Thank yeah, you. Man. The table looks beautiful. You just said it mar- marvelously. All right, now. You said it, and we got our first prediction for today's game. Okay. 34-17. to 34-17. to 17. Guess who that came from? Who that? You know, Maurice <laughs> over over the, off the hook barbershop. The hook. He would he would. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I go that strong with the Maurice, but uh, you know what? If, if I'm gonna pull for the Falcons to get a win today, uh, I'll say they get a win today. But it, but it might be a closer one than that. It, it might be something like like a 2017 or something like that. Uh, if we get that, I'll be satisfied with that. I had a chance to go to practice this week too. They practice inside Mercedes Benz Stadium, trying to really make that be a home field advantage because. This incarnation of the Falcons has not done well in that building, and so they're trying to re- re- reestablish that, so they spent more time practicing there. and Talked to some of the guys who are from the state, had to get more tickets, you know, guys like, you know, D'Angelo Malone, uh, the Cedar Grove, drafted by the team this year. He said he had to get about 20, about 20, maybe 25 tickets today uh, because a lot of home folks want to come out and see the hometown players play, you know, Lorenzo Carter. Uh, he's got a lot of local talent. That's on this Falcons team. So you're supporting the Falcons, but you're also going to support our home folk uh, who are out there playing today. You know, um, you mentioned that they haven't had much success, but that's not this 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 incarnation of the Falcons, because that was the that was the Matt Ryan led Falcons. This is like that old game that you know was long long before us. Uh, etch a sketch. Remember they used to okay. you hold that thing turned upside down turned and upside shake it down and, shake and you it clear everything. Right. It's a it's a clean slate right now going into she got a whole the 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 bus driver for this particular team is polar opposite of the guy who was here last and ran that team and so you have optimism that comes in and so yeah what happened yesterday doesn't matter you start you start fresh not just because it's a new season but you have a new regime here. And you get this is the first season we all believe that Arthur Smith will spread his coaching wings too, to do some things that he's wanted to do maybe but didn't have the opportunity to do. So again, this is the the unknown is what's exciting for me heading into this season. You looking forward to some of these games though today? I mean, after the Falcons, some of the other matchups that are coming up. Any thoughts on any of them that stand out to you? Baker Mayfield going. Um, Taking on his old team, on, Cleveland. I know that's something a lot of people are going to be paying attention to. Just, just, just the curiosity uh, mm-hmm. around that game. A lot of people want to see what happens with that one. That should be fun. You, you watching the Bears today? Uh, Bears at uh, well, they're home in, at home against 49ers. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I just, I just, you know, I, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think yet of of the quarterback play either. 
Because, I mean, he's had so many people, you know, push, you know, pulling him and pushing him and, and, and trying to get things, trying to get the naggy rust off him and, and move forward. Justin Fields, I, I hope he's that guy, but when it comes to Bears quarterbacks, you know, that's a revolving door. Been that way since the 50s. So, yeah, I'd like to see them get the win. But what – here's the bigger question. What's going on out there with San Francisco? Yeah. I mean, you got a guy who's been in a couple national championship games and a Super Bowl, and he's the backup quarterback. And he ain't like he's – well, he's coming off a little shoulder procedure, but he's – I just don't understand what's what's going on with Garoppolo. I think they just – you know, they got him there. I think they're trying to wait for the right suitor to make the right deal for him, and apparently that hadn't come along yet. And so I think that's what they're kind of waiting on. As, uh, again, Sam and Greg Sports. And and you know what, Greg – yeah, that's the thing that happens because you, you play a couple of weeks, somebody's quarterback goes down, they want this guy to come in, you know. So just just stay tuned on that one. I mean, they're, they're waiting for the right deal. And speaking of the right deal, as we uh, prepared for a Sunday night matchup, Buccaneers and the Cowboys, as we take on the Saints today, and you think about that old regime, do you subscribe to the theory that Cowboys get five or six losses on that? Um, on this season, maybe even more than that, than Sean Payton's getting the call? Uh, just might. Just might. I mean, it's the Cowboys. They got to do something to keep it interesting, right? If they're, mm-hmm. not, if they're not winning the game, they're still going to do things to make people talk about them. I mean, they're getting the spotlight this week. They're the Sunday night game. Of course, we're going to have that game here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And people will tune in to watch and also to see what Brady does with, some, with a cast that has been tweaked a bit. You know, there's some folks that didn't mm-hmm. come back. There's some folks that have been added. We got Julio Jones down there now. So it'll be a game that people will watch to see, you know, how, how both teams roll out for those scenarios. But I'm, I'm liking these 4 o'clock games today. I'm like Packers, Vikings, Chiefs, and Cardinals, two exciting quarterbacks in those games, and, and, and Raiders and Chargers. You got two. So, I mean, to me, the, the 4 o'clock games to me are, are, are some games that should be really good, good games, I think, today. You know, if you had to pick somebody, some quarterback, we'll just do it that way, who's got the biggest chip on their shoulder going into this season? Do you have one? Because I have one, and, and I'm looking forward to this matchup today. But somebody who is, is always, he, he's that Tim Duncan, he's that Jimmy Johnson, that, that great athlete who you seem to sleep on their achievements, and they should be always included in that conversation. Anybody come to mind? Well, let me help you out as you sit and rack your brain. Right. He's going home. He's going back to his old home. And I'm talking about Russell Wilson. Okay. Am I right? Okay. He ain't, you know, he's not the immediate conversation uh, uh, conversation piece you hear when talking about the greats in the game today. It's like you got you got to remember, this dude made it to back-to-back Super Bowls. And without his coach getting cute, he'd have two rings. And they're throwing, you know, he's with the Broncos now, and they're going to take on Seattle. That's going to yeah, be the Monday night that's matchup. The Monday night game. Right? I am so looking forward to that. Yeah, I want him to smash the. You know what? If I want no more success coming to Pete Carroll, <laughs> I want him to start thinking about where he's going back to college at. <laughs> I just don't. That just that still is a sour there are tremendous backstories. There are tremendous backstories uh, to watch for as, as you watch the games uh, in Week One. They really are the the timing. And the matchups, like you said, that particular one, and and obviously the one with the with Carolina and the Browns, uh, just some real storylines that you want to watch and just see. Uh, I'm sure that the, the network will have the guy in the truck ready to punch up some facial expressions as things happen. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? You, you know, know you're right. right because they're gonna, there's going to be a lot of that. The stage is set for a lot of those emotions 
will always be the motions anyway because you're going out and you're playing in the National Football League. But to have those things as a backdrop, I think, is pretty big. You know, earlier in the show, um, before we, we turn things over, we're going to talk to Bo and, um, and Brian in just a minute here. And we were talking about the Queen and just different things and our thoughts on them. But there's two people I wonder if she ever met. Uh, I mean, I, I literally say this. I never saw any picture with her. We talked about the passing of Ali and the Queen. I never saw any pictures with those two together. And you would think if they had met, that'd be a picture we'd have seen by now, right? Right. So right. how could she have gone all this time as the monarch and not met these two people? Ali being one and the other is Elvis. Well, you, Elvis. Know, well, you know why she didn't meet Elvis. Well, he didn't perform. No, not just that. He didn't. He, he didn't. He didn't travel. He didn't, That's what I'm saying. Right. He didn't. Pro- the, the, you know, Colonel Tom wasn't taking him out this country. Yeah, because he wasn't going to get Elvis to come. Well, yeah, back, but that was the he? thing. There are a number of artists who had done concerts for her. Right. You know what I mean? You go people like BB King and would have done concerts for the Queen. Oh, the jazz so, musicians that went over there—they yeah, all played there. You know, yeah, but I'm right. just saying. You would think there would have been a, you know, a picture of those two with the queen at some point. No. And they never made. The only picture with a luminary with Elvis is him with Nixon. <laughs> you know, that yeah, one in right, the office. Right, right. It was just, just something I want to do. Uh, get out of here. I got insignificant stuff to get out of the way, but do we have... It's okay. time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with Sam and Greg. I know this was... I was actually going to put this on the back burner talking about the Queen. Buckingham Palace was damaged on this day, man, 1940. German bombs hit it. She had to live through that. The first mobile long-distance call was made on this date. Rome Olympics, speaking of Ali, closed on this day. And the famous story of Muhammad Ali really pining for Wilma Rudolph. But she didn't have nothing to do with him. If yeah. I, yeah, she was going after that Rafer Johnson. Uh, Braves had their second straight one-hit game against the Mets. Hopefully we can see that coming up that next to last series. Carol Burnett short started on this day. Sam, did you, anybody in your family or a friend of yours, own the car that came out on this day in 1970? It was the Ford Pinto. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Uh, no. We, yeah. <laughs> no Ford, Pinto. The Ford Pinto was introduced on this day. Uh, hey, Eric, your last game played in your Baltimore Memorial Stadium happened on this day, back in 1991. And we all remember 2017 Hurricane Irma shut down, I mean, pretty much the whole East Coast there for a while. It came right up uh, Florida. Seven million people without power in Florida and Georgia. Birthdays today, Ed Sable. As we get ready to start week one of the NFL season, Ed Sable from NFL Films right. was born on this day. The man who's, when you when you speak of him, they just put a fedora hat. Tom Landry. Yep. Birthday today. We lost him in 2000. The, uh, ma- uh, the uh, director of Scarface and other great ones, Brian De Palma on this day. This one, Sam, is for you. Turning 80 years old today, Lola Falana. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. One, that one's for you. Remember that. Uh-huh. Mickey Hart, drummer from uh, Grateful Dead for the Deadheads out there. Tommy Shaw celebrating the birthday. Lead singer of Sticks and Damn Yankees. Dominic's brother, Gerald Wilkins. Happy 59th birthday today. Harry Connick Jr., 55 today. And a guy I mentioned earlier who, if you're paying attention, walking the halls, uh, V103, especially when Ryan Cameron was working here, was ludicrous. He's celebrating a birthday. Luda is 45 years old today. All right. All right. So there you have it. Uh, are we ready to talk to uh, our coworkers and the guys who follow us, Eric? We're waiting, okay. for them to come, waiting for them to come in. They haven't showed up yet. They're, they're getting prepped and, and getting ready. 
And let's see if they come in here and give us a little something. A little know. something, something. Yeah. A little something, something. I mean, something. I mean Bo, I've seen Bo. Bo is all decked out, of course. He's from oh, Louisiana. Yeah, he's all decked out in the Saints. You know, that, that that hadn't changed from when he was coming to show with us. Remember, he'd always show up in his Saints gear. Uh, well, LSU too. He had so he had that purple, yeah, you know, purple and gold going. No, nah, but he, he's coming in here with his with his with his, uh, and he's all dressed up. He's got everything right, man. You know, it's game day for him, and uh, the folks who come up and <laughs> uh, as always, and so and so we'll see. But he's going to jump on here with us and tell us a bit about what to expect um, this morning because it's been a lot of fun. And we kind of you don't want to take we be a founders fee. But you we, know, we, you we, know, we, Sam, Sam McGregor as as Bo gets his microphone and his headset ready, and as soon as he puts that headset on, I'm I'm gonna let him know. I, I like him a lot better when he has on his Braves gear than what he's got on today. You know, he wears his Braves stuff a lot, but uh, you, you know, I can talk to him then today. I I, I just kind of spoke to his daughter and didn't even realize he was standing there. But you know, because. Can I? Okay, well, you mentioned Braves, and as, as Bogus, let me know when he gets his headset in. But one thing I did mention during the show, and I just had a thought about this. If you subscribe to the theory that Mike Trout is the best player in baseball right now, when healthy, okay, and he's been that for a little bit, but given what the best player in baseball must be thinking or consider that when he sits and looks at his teammate, Otani, and what this dude is doing and setting these all time records. For the amount of guys, you know, the, the games he's pitched and the things he's done while a pitcher versus what he's done at the plate. And it's just amazing. And, and it just occurred to me this week when Atani hit another milestone and, and what the, you know, Mike Trout sitting there going, holy crap, what am well, I Well, they both looked pretty good last night. I watched that game last night when I got home, the, the late game between the um, the Angels and the Houston Oilers. I'm about to say Orleans, the Houston Astros. But nobody's both. doing what Otani's doing. Never have. No, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that's but, and to sit there and watch that. Anyway, your, your point. Yeah, they, look, they are looking good, Eric. I'm sorry I mean to jump over you. I thought I heard Bo was ready to go. Oh, I'm ready to go. Well, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Here uh, we are. No, well, we're talking about the craziness out there in Anaheim, and even though they suck as a team, but the specialness of this unique so, player. hashtag show A. Let's get show A to the, to the A in the offseason possible. You know, Shohei <laughs> Otani – He's free agent. Leads the Angels in every statistical pitching and hitting category that matters. Unbelievable. Yes. That's Except for last night. Didn't um, – didn't what, uh, hit his 34th last night, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. But not, not Shohei. Oh, uh, Trout? Trout hit his – they were tied so with 33. Leads, leads homers? Yeah, they yeah, were tied so, at I mean, 33. Man, that, now Trout has 34. Kind of point, but that's yeah, crazy. Shohei, that's crazy. Man, that guy – there's no way he doesn't win MVP again. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, should. the show the show is called Two Guys Same Fantasy. Two dudes. Two, two dudes. Excuse fantasy. me. What I say? Right. Two guys. Two dudes. Yeah. Two right. dudes. Same fantasy, man. And here we are, uh, full circle. So, what the the most of the audience may not know, of course, the the Saturday Sunday morning audience has known y'all for forever. But uh, this is the show where, um, fantasy football fire and ice was born. Yep. Right here, yep. this is where I started talking about fantasy football yep. on Sports Radio 99 The Game, so it's full circle. Now, we were together for like three years, yep. which is kind of yep. crazy it was, to even man, think but, that it was that you, long of a ride. You man. rolled it out. You put the effort in it. Uh, you really did. You put the work into it. You made it entertaining. You made it interesting. Uh, and you made it fun. And it's something that we always look forward to having and sharing with you. So really proud of this moment and this guy over here. My goodness. Over here with Brian. We got, we got Brian in here too, uh, uh, Greg. 
And so, um, super producer. Yeah, I'm telling you. So I'm telling you. <laughs> so That's it, everything. man. Um, you talk about full circle too. Uh, seven, eight years ago, I'm sitting in a complete game broadcasting room with Sam Crenshaw as the guest speaker. I feel almost everybody in Atlanta who started in broadcasting probably crossed paths with Sam like early on in their career. We used to have the Godfather portrait of Sam up in there in the complete game broadcasting <laughs> thing. All of that. It, it's, still, it's still there. Hang it's on. still there. Yeah. Even on. though they move locations, Brian, it's still there. Hang on a second. Hang on. You can't gloss over that. I have no idea what you're talking about. What oh. is this exactly that you're talking about? I might have a there's a there's a picture of a of a slightly younger Sam Crenshaw just looking real sharp. As soon as you walk in, it's sort of that intimidating. It's right behind like where the front office is and like where a secretary would be. And it's just Sam kind of staring at you. And it, it's sort of like be on your best behavior when you walk in there. That's what it, it's Sam looking at you. Just do your best. That's what, that's what I, it I is for the most I, part. I never understood how that ended up there. I really did. That's because you're the legend. That sounds like what they have in the picture of George Steinbrenner out there in the outfield of Yankee <laughs> Stadium looking over everybody. <laughs> no, man. What you guys got coming up? What, what, what are we looking forward to here? Hey, man, it's to do the same fantasy. We, we, have, we have an hour before the Wade for Tailgate show starts. We're going to bring you, you know, Fantasy Football Fire Nights. We've kind of renamed it because there's, uh, there's some other shows out there that are kind of using the Game of Thrones theme. So we're trying to make our own thing. We're going to bring you some bold and cold, some guys that we want to start and or sit today in fantasy football. You know, it's it's week one, so there's not a whole lot of mystery surrounding players that are going to be started or sat today in fantasy football, but we have injuries that have happened. You know, we have a bunch of players in this Saints-Falcons game today that we're going to be talking about, Mike Thomas, the rookies, you know, so uh, everything you need, as much as we can bring you in one hour for your fantasy football hopes and dreams today. All right, ready to go, Brian? Oh, yeah. Very excited about this. Looking forward to the next hour. All this right. is, this is right. going to be great. Sam, thanks a lot. Eric, thank you for everything. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the way it's going to roll for the uh, as we head into football season. You're going to get Sam and Greg, followed by two guys, same factory, Brian and Bo will follow us and get you set for everything you need to know, like today with the NFL continuing week one. Have a great day. They're up next. Brian Gephardt, Bo Johnson, two guys, same factory. This is Sports Radio Fantasy, excuse me. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 